Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vettel, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to episode 52 of the Level Up Latina podcast. And today's topic is going to be centered around the fact that we're all momagers in our households. Yeah, we said it, momagers. <laughs> ¿Cómo están, chicas del coro? Bien, yeah. bien. Managing, managing. Managing mama, mama jerks también. A veces se nos pasa. I'm better with the momager with the momager name than mama jerk. So. Or mama drunk. Cheers. <laughs> Salud. Aunque nos encontramos, before we checked, you know, we do our little mm -hmm. check-in prior to jumping into recording. We said that we, we were going to share this and, and check in with everyone that we feel it's just a little bit of a heavier week that we all felt not wanting to jump on and podcast, right? Yeah. Not feeling it. Yeah, we're feeling heavy. We're feeling like 2020 just never got a reset and it should get a reset. It's like everything that's just been happening and thrown at us left and right. It's like a big awakening and it just it's just comes so heavy that we are like, oh, my God, ni con ganas de venir a, a presentarnos en el podcast. You know, we should be out doing something else and being vocal and standing up for, in this case, being George Floyd's life being taken by these murdering cops. Right. Less than a month ago, we talked about a different man, another exactly. name, another person, another situation. It feels so heavy that like we should be out there burning up buildings. I said it like we should be out there screaming, yelling, fighting. Like, what is it going to take for this nation and for people to come together and fight and just be stronger? My son was saying we saw the launch today with SpaceX that went into space and we were proud and we were crying. And I don't really even know why the crying was weird. But my son Isaiah, right before it happened, said, well, I don't know. It's 2020. Like, what if it goes bad? Like he already expects bad. This year has been weird. And we talked about George Floyd yesterday and we watched a civil rights movie and he was trying to understand the riots. He was trying to understand why it was okay to riot. And I had to check him. I had to check him really quick. And I said to him, we don't know anything about this. We don't get to feel the rage that our brothers and sisters feel. And this happened 30 years ago with Rodney King. He's like, I know I read about that, mom. I saw about that. My friends were talking about that too. And I said, I remember that as a kid and to think that it's still going on, that we still have this system, that we're still angry, that we still want to burn up the supermarket. Like we have to understand the other side. We can't just judge and say, why would they loot? Because they don't get any justice. They don't get any peace. The trauma mm -hmm. of being black in this country, the trauma of being brown, but mostly black, I'm going to burn up a building. That was my kid. I'm going to burn up a building. I'm going to protest. And how do you get heard, seen, felt? How does someone feel for you? I saw a wonderful speech. A woman said, Target should be on the streets protesting with us, not complaining. I don't give a shit about Target because I don't. They should be out here. If corporations cared and money interests fought for us, black men wouldn't die innocently and freaking terrorized like they were during 200 years ago, 100 years ago. Like it's never going to stop. It's just different. That feeling is heavy. I know. I was just having that conversation with, with Luis today. We were just kind of like addressing it because we hadn't had like really time to process it. A lot was going on this week. He, you know, uh, defended his dissertation. So we didn't have time to. And I purposely kind of like shut down from social media because I wanted to focus on him. And I felt like just watching all of it, all what was going on was making me sad. And so I, I told like I purposely like turned it off. And when was it Thursday night? Like I, I couldn't go to sleep. And he was the one that actually slept. I was like, in the morning, I was like, how'd you sleep? He said, 
wonderful. And I said, okay, good, because I didn't sleep well. So mejor, mejor yo que tú, right? And um, anyway, today we finally had uh, sat down and talked about it. He said he stayed up late, just like catching up on everything that is happening and how just like he felt heard and like how, like, how can we help? Like, how can we, you know, make a statement? And, and, and I said, well, I'm going to go podcast now. And it's, just odd that we like you said less than a month ago we actually had a podcast about this like about Aubrey and it's just sad that we have to have this conversation yet again in the same month like I just feel like el corazón and in the same week that that one lady has the audacity right to call call the cops but like the audacity to walk up to this man that's even filming her asking her to hey Simply do what you're being told, like follow no the rules. And the fact that she walks up to him with like, oh, really? In the sense of like, you're going to regret this. Like, se le nota that yeah. they, she feels that the police are there to protect her and serve yeah. her. I'm going to say me. an African-American man is attacking me. Like, oh, my God, if I was there, I would have lost my shit. But this man has to keep his composure because who will the cops believe? Like growing up with that, I would have such a rabia. Mm-hmm. I would be. I'm already a hot, passionate person. I wouldn't have kept my composure. The cops would have probably arrested me had I witnessed that because it's not okay that these black men try everything to stay alive and they still lose their lives. Like, I don't care what they're doing. White men have done worse. They are immediately profiled and targeted and cops are weaponized and the cops are totally feeding into it and being the weapons against black people. And it's so freaking infuriating. And by the way, she kind of got caught up though because like they fired her, I think, or put her on the mm-hmm. Yeah. They had to yeah. give her dog back. So I do give like her progress. I like the progress. I like the progress too. I think it's important for us to like really, I mean, discuss it within our families. And I, I guess I'll start there. I mean, we're our topic mm-hmm. is about being monitors and how we deal with different situations at home. So let's start a little bit with you, Irene. I know your kids are, are a little older, so they're seeing what's happening, you know, in social media, with within social media, what's happening. So what kind of conversations are you having with your kids or as a family as a whole? That's that's like the perfect segue. I think the biggest thing right now is my oldest. He's old enough to be with his friends that talk about it and they share videos and they think about these things. And I'm really enjoying having these conversations with him. I really want to take him to a protest soon. Like my job as the momager now, as they get older, is to let them make up their minds, but to expose them to enough sides of the conversation of life. And I want them to be open-minded and I want them to be brave and I want them to be all these things. Like I posted about Sophia earlier in the week about her wanting to just, I want her to be herself, to accept herself, to love herself, to know that she can rebel, that she can say F you to the man if she feels like it. Like one day I want her to be the person in the park. And if she sees an injustice, that she's okay with being angry and not silent, that she's okay for speaking up and not just kind of fading into the background. Like, so the kind of conversations we're having is about having her be more vocal because I think that little girls need that. And then having him be more patient and understanding and open-minded because as a male, he already has a privilege that my daughter doesn't get. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. Raising little boys is very different than raising little girls. I believe it. And I think it's a societal thing too. And I'm just trying to really work with him right now in terms of what his life is and his exposure to life and understanding these things like these very real social justice issues. And with her giving her a voice, making her stronger, making her question authority, making her question boys and not 
follow everything the boy tells her to do or the trends tell her to do or social media tells her to do. So it's an interesting managing, but also not micromanaging. I want them to make up their own minds. I want them to live their own lives. I want them to have their own struggles. My poor Sophie right now is trying to raise money because she wants to buy Sims. I guess you build a world online or something. Oh, and yeah. She's never had a computer that can support it. And we just got her this hand-me-down, put it in her room, and she realized she can use it. But she's got to make money. So for those that are out there listening, we just don't give them stuff. They've got to earn it. So she has been, she's been cleaning the baseboards. She reorganized my kitchen sink. Diego put her to clean the tub. Like, I don't know what kind of job she's doing, but she is working for nine bucks. She needs nine bucks today. And we nice. put her to work. So my manager, momager style is that now I'm like a supervisor because they're older. So my, <laughs> mine is a little different than you two. Cause promotion, they're, little, huh? they're little, you got You guys maybe still wiping butts and, you know, still potty training and still teaching them, you know, how to survive. I now have like little worker bees that I put to work, but worker um, bees, aka minions, your minions, minions, yes. my minions. But it's still a process. The biggest thing I manage as the momager of this house is now them fighting with each other, quarrels. Like they're at the age eight, nine, and thirteen where they fight a lot and they argue a lot and they give a shit about fairness. It's like that's not fair. This is fair. That's not fair. Of course, everybody complained that she got the hand-me-down computer. One boy has had an iPad forever. That's the youngest, and it's an expensive tool, by the way. The other little boy has his own cell phone. Like. Those boys have no right to complain that their sister got a hand-me-down computer. But those are the kinds of things that I navigate right now. I'm trying to keep the peace. And I love it because Diego and I are different. And Diego's like, life's not fair. <laughs> He's just typical, bam. I'm gonna <laughs> shit. I don't care what the boys say. Life's not fair. Sophie is set. And I'm over here like, well, boys, you have to look at it this way. She's like next in line. Like she really deserves it. She's earned it. She's a good little girl. And then I hate seeing the little girls. So and I backpedal like, and even if she was a brat, <laughs> it is what it is, you know, because I don't want her to think like I'm a good little don't girl. Don't question mom. Yeah. Yeah. Don't question authority. You know, like, yeah. We'll protest but in my house. But that's uh, where I am. But not my authority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, question everybody else but me. But mine. I know it's reason. different for you, Ceci, because you got two little twins. You're doing everything double. I'm yeah, I'm doing everything double. It's and yeah, they're they're three, but they're definitely three nagers because they have their little attitude, you know. A veces, ay mamá, and then you know they answer. I don't know si les ha tocado ustedes escuchar. When they give me attitude and then they'll go to the room and like they close the door and I'm just like, I look at Luis, I'm like, oh my God, if this is happening right now, que nos espera, right? But I mean, I feel like I, I try to um, incorporate them into um, sometimes like helping me cook, but when it's like the dessert stuff, like the fun stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't spill that. Like, oh, because I don't know. I just, I made that como, soy nerviosita en ese aspecto, like, oh, no me van a tirar esto. Um, I, pa Paula gets more like into it, like when we're in the kitchen, than Samantha. Samantha's más como distraída y acá está cantando. And then yeah, I, I try to record them and like Samantha se está viendo en el espejo oh y my cantando. God, so I mean, in the camera, yeah, they're so mm -hmm. different. And Paula's like into it, like, why are we adding this? Okay, what, what comes next? So she gets really into it. Uh, but I guess that, that right now I'm, I'm trying to get them to help me, like, okay, you know what? Tienen un desmadre, and they use the word desmadre, mind you. Paula will say like, oh, es que Samantha hizo el desmadre. But anyway, they have their, yeah, they have their toys. They have their toys, todos, like, todo el día, todo el día, you know, it's all over, all over the house. And they have, like, I think, like, three or four tubs of just toys. So at the end of the day, I make them pick it up. I'm like, okay, before bedtime, you guys have to pick it up. Because it's son juguetes de ustedes. If you, if 
we don't get these up, if we don't pick these up, I'm gonna, you know, los voy a esconder, you guys are gonna have toys, so, yeah, se ponen a, a recoger, uh, Samantha, surprisingly, is really good about folding their little blankets, like, me oh. sorprendió, I don't know if I send you guys that video one day, that they were folding clothes, and Paula's like, no, yo no sé, yo no sé, but Samantha se puso a doblar to all their little, like, little tiny blankets. Is Samantha the oldest? Yeah. Typical. The little one siempre. Yo no sé. Yo no sé. Yo no, yo no sé. sé. Yeah. She's going to mm, try you because no one don't know nothing ever. Yeah. Gary yeah. don't know nothing and she's the oldest. Okay. <laughs> Gary don't know nothing. But still. she's, she's like, the only girl. But she's the only uh, girl. True. Oh, my <laughs> God. Mm, no, no. Continue. <laughs> Go yeah. Pero, pero en ese aspecto, yeah, like, esta Samantha, like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll fold the, the, the blankets y bien que me las dobla. And mm-hmm. then in the kitchen, like, okay, help me set the table. Like, ya saben where the napkins are at. So put the napkins. And then Paula, te, you know, definitely is more like wants to help in the kitchen. Samantha, it's, you know, gets distracted and she she gets distracted by the ref- her own reflection in front of the stove and she starts singing. little girl. She starts singing and she starts like, um, she puts on this, her her blanket as like, as a as a cape. And she says she's Elsa y se pone a cantar. But Paula, no, she's like, okay, I'm going to put my little um, mandi. I couldn't think apron. of the word. Apron? She looks like a cute little flashing apron. This yes. Mi suegra made those. Me los mando. Oh, cute. Super cute. So, yeah, so ella se lo pone, and she's like, all right, mom, what else can I help? Okay, can I help there? Okay, I'm like, all right, stay away from the stove. Pero sí, okay. Pero, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, whatever. También a veces, like, se me ayudan a atender la cama. And then the other day, I, like, I tried it, like, just to see if it would work. I, I said, hey. You know what? You you guys go make your own bed. Y si se fueron, like, it was a little messy, but they made their own bed. Good. So good. Little, little bit by little. Little, little bit at a time. And um, también, ¿qué más las he puesto a hacer? Y again, like, if in certain areas, in the kitchen. In the kitchen, Paula es más, ayud- más ayudante. Este, se pone a limpiar que la mesa y todo eso. But anyway, I've went off on a tangent about what they do and what they don't do. Little by little, their toys. Y así no me estreso yo tanto con ellas, con todo, tendiendo todo el desmadre todo el día en la casa. I was going to say, Ceci, I think it's really cool because you're already catching que son diferentes. Like every kid is different. So I like to say that's usually a tip and it's a tip for today that just play to their strengths. Like my Sophie was all about in the mirror and imagining and talking to herself. For some years, she's yes. been talking to herself that they're going to we're like, oh my God, we have a problem on her hands. And we didn't have a problem. Four to six, she was always in her mind and she was always imagining. She was always, and if we were at the airport, no importaba, like she'd run people over because she was busy being Elsa. And she was always in her world and like making faces. And, and it's just there. She has an imagination. And of course, right now she's trying to start a business and she wants to do a YouTube channel and she wants to do oh. art and she loves to draw. And that's her strength. And Isaiah has like totally opposite strengths or likes, even interests, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how I raised him is different than how I raised her, obviously, because he was the first one. And I thought, okay, this is what all of them yeah. are like. And he had his likes and he had his interests. And he turns out is a lot more like me. Obviously, I probably like some of it is my influence maybe and he models it, but he can be more fiery, but he's also very analytical like Diego. So he's much more logical. He's more into books. He's more into the why and getting done. And he's got like discipline in a schedule and she doesn't like she's more forgets everything and needs to have like 20 reminders so she'll forget but what my point is is that 
it's okay. Like, don't try to make your kids be like the other. Play with what they are because te vuelves loca otherwise. Like, if you wanted them yeah. both to be Paulita who does well in the kitchen, you're just going to go crazy, right? But then yeah. there's a moment where you want them be- both to be more like Samantha, who at the park, by the way, last week talked about, she was all about the fairy thing, but Paulita needed time, right? So yeah. it's always like we got to be so careful with our kids to not pigeonhole them, especially for momagers. We're going to mm, go crazy yeah. trying to make them be like the other one. Earlier, I cut Noah's toenails and fingernails and he cried the whole time. And there was no reason to cry. He just yeah. didn't want them short. He didn't want them shorter. And I thought they were too long. They were ugly. They're dirty. And I'm giving him reasons. That he, did. he didn't want them shorter and he didn't want them shorter and he didn't want them shorter. And I thought, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm making this decision and I'm cutting while he cried. And I let him cry and I ignored him. I ignored him. He does so well being ignored. And then he came uh, 30 minutes later, hugged me, loved on me, and said, Thank you for cutting my toenails. But bien que chillo. He lay on his bed, guys, like contemplating life. He like turned everything Aww. off. Little boy, it just cut your toenails. But anyway, it's a piece of him, though. Different. It's a piece of him. I know, Vero. But he got over it. Yeah. My point is, they're so different. Sophie doesn't care about that kind of thing. Noah cries for 30 minutes and then gets over it. So I got to treat them different. It, would it be different when, let's say, Diego was to cut his toenails? Would How would Diego handle that? Would he be like, oh, look, Noah, I'm going to give you this so that I can cut in, in exchange for letting me cut your toenails? Does he do something like that? The barter? Yeah. Toenail? Like, like a, it's because it's not bribing. According to my husband, it's not bribing. But it's just more of like, look, I'll give you this if you let me do this. Or if you do this, we can do that. And because I noticed you're like, I'm going to cut your nails and it's done. Así soy yo. Con los niños, Otto's like, oh, me da miedo. I, I feel like I'm going to chop off their fingers. And I'm like, okay, well, here's another thing on my to-do list. I have to cut all their, their toenails and their hand nails, right? And if it would be him, I just get them. And I'm like, okay, mijo, sorry. And they're fighting me. They're crying. They're both in chionas. I mean, well, my kids are obviously yeah. smaller. They're yeah. got, got at least two and a half now. We have the one, um, the 15-month-old, which is uh, Shwaki. And then I have a two-month-old. So obviously they're completely different ages. They're going through different things. When it comes down to it, like they all cry. They don't want their their toenails or their hand nails, you know, their fingernails clipped. But I don't tell them like, here, I'm going to give you some raisins or here, I'm going to give you a stick of this soda. And Otto, Otto's like, he does it and he doesn't get the fight back because he's like, oh, te gusta esto. Okay, pues te voy a dar esto. And for me, I'm like, no. And I told them the other day, I was like, don't do that because it makes things harder for me to get it done. I don't want to have to be, Look, if yeah. you let me do this, I will give yeah. this to you in exchange. I'm like, they need to understand the realities of life and how things work. And by giving them the, giving them something in return, it's not, I'm like, we're not, I don't think we're teaching them anything. He's like, well, they're too young to associate, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, they learn it and they know it. So Gali will give me a hard time on things. Um, for a long time, raisins was raisins out of all things was the the bribe <laughs> thing. Okay. And then freaking I don't know why my kids love raisins, okay? <laughs> Gali calls them dos because she would always oh, when she was little, she would ask for two. Dos, dos. dos. And so she would call raisins dos, and then Joaquin is uvas. But I'm like, no, oh. pasa, uvas. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But for me, in the sense of momaging. It's momaging me a lot more <laughs> right now than momaging my children. Um, for me, momaging my my patients because I mean they're little, and I I just realized this week I tell them no a lot. No, no hagas esto. No, deja ahí. No, no, no pintes eso. No primas eso. No primas ese botón. No, 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 no. You're gonna break it. No. And this was the first week I ever said te voy a dar una chinga. I had never used the chinga word. And I was like, oh my God, I just became, you know, 
my not my mom specifically, but it was my dad who would use chinga, right? No, te voy a dar una chinga, una chinga, you know, y trae el cinto. And then like my sister-in-law, you know, we all, they all use those words. I'm like, oh my God, I just became them. Oh my God, I'm officially a mom, <laughs> you know? But Gali was like, what's a chinga? She didn't even know what it was because I've never used it. I always said, te voy a hacer pau pau, te voy a dar pau en la manita, you know? But this week I was like, you know what? I'm done telling them no. Gali's curious. She wants to know what's happening. They want to push buttons. All their freaking toys, Otto was saying, también. all their toys, you push something and it makes a freaking sound. So why am I expecting them to not want to play with the PlayStation and push buttons and it's going to make sounds and, you know, yeah. whirl, make this, you know, hissing sound. So why am I completely just getting crazy on them? So I yeah. said, right now, they're so little that only I can control me as of right now. So I said, I'm a momage, momage, <laughs> momage, your patient, my, my patients, my, my, the way I handle each situation. Like this morning I was making breakfast and Galilea proceeded to want to crack the eggs. And I said, you know what? F it. Crack the damn egg. If you want to do that. And I told her, Hey, si lo quebras, tú vas a limpiar. And she stopped hitting it against the counter, you know, but it's like little things like that where I just like, you know, let them, let them do the little things. Now they do, like Gali will listen and be like, oh, let me go. Can you throw this diaper away? Give it to the, take it to the trash. Then she'll take it to the trash. I just tried it with Joaquin yesterday morning and he took a diaper to the trash. I was like, yeah, he understood. Sorry, que es la basura, but he loves the trash. We call him little Oscar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just one of those things. I'm like, okay, they're too little for little, certain things, but obviously we don't want to hinder them or hold them back from being creative and imaginative and yeah. and testing new things. They're curious, you know, and 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 hold back their curiosity. It's more on my end. It's I'm the adult. I know how things work. And yes, it's double the work in their cleanup. In actually the cleanup, obviously most of the time, because if it's the toys, if it's not the food they're tossing around, if it's not the levels are breaking on the ground, it's something else, right? So it's a constant cleanup. It's a constant process of just understanding who they are. Um, I know that with with Gali, if I need some time, I could put her in front of the TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And by myself sometimes. She will watch everything and she sings back and she dances and sometimes she just chills and like lays on the couch, lays on the ground, whatever. Joaquin does not like the TV. Oh, there you go. No, he doesn't like TV. He'll be like, uh, he'll like, look, he's like, okay, whatever. And proceeds to wreak havoc on every other part of the house. So now I know, okay, con él no puedo hacer esto, pero con Galen que se hace que esto. So it's just learning little things. I'm like, if I need to distract him, it has to be with a different kind of, uh, a different approach. But yeah, we're learning our kids and um, in the process, I mean, we're learning a lot about ourselves yeah. and how to handle each thing as it comes along. So yeah. I was going to say yeah. the thing about the the giving her raisins to do something. It's so cute because when they're little, you're right. They don't get it. But as they get older, that sort of backfires because what I've heard, you know, they learn to do things because they're going to get something out of it. And then they're not self-motivated. Then when no one's looking or when it's about them, eh, no one's going to pay me. So they say, I've you know, I've heard that it's not really good to pay your kids to get A's because then they're doing it for the money. And then when they get to college, are you still going to pay them to get A's? They have to yeah. want to get an A for what an A is about and effort and learning and it's so hard, by the way, parents, because I know I for sure have been like, well, let's talk about it at the end of the year. I know your cell phone sucks. And maybe we'll get you a new one when your grades are all good. So I still do my version of sort of like, here's your two raisins. But they say you probably should do a balance of it and try to have your kids want to learn to do things for themselves. And again, this is when they're older, because you can't right now. The little ones have no concept of doing something for themselves. But as they get older, to get away from sort of the this for that. So with Noah at eight, I was like, we are just cutting these nails. <laughs> like I'm just cutting them. Like, we'll see what happens. But I'm sure I have sort of had to bribe them here or there. 
Diego would just be like, you're doing it. He's not a big briber. Really? <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's yeah. the one that earlier, I, like I told you guys that I see this earlier in the podcast where we were taught, oh, fairness. Like Diego was like, things are not fair. If the kids are like, oh, this isn't fair. My husband's like, it sure isn't. And I'm over here trying to like make things fair. So he's a little more stern in that sense. What I say and goes. It was like when I said, um, when Gali said, did something. I was talking to Otto, <laughs> to my husband, Otto. And um, I go something and she starts gibbered, like just, you know, just with suelta la lengüita in her toddler speech. Mama. Right. She's. Con attitude, huh? Yeah, y con así con su little pizzazz and everything. I'm like, all right, girl. Y luego, ¿sabe qué, Galilea? Usted no opina. And then she was just like, huh? What does that mean, you know? But I'm like, yeah, aquí tú no opinas, okay? Y <laughs> Otto looks at me and he's like, um, okay. But <laughs> obviously, I say that to her now that she doesn't understand. Yeah, of course, yeah. I want her to know that oh, her yeah. matters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, process your thoughts and know what you want to say and share your opinion. Um, but at the same time, right now, girl, you better you better hold it. You know, no. You want to be fed? You live under this roof? Guess what? <laughs> right? Sassy knows about that. Know about that, Sassy. Tantrums sí. don't work. Se di, yeah. Se di, lo que diga mamá. Lo que diga mamá. Going back, Vero, to what you were saying that Gagali la deja. You know what? ¿Quieres, quieres este, estrellar el huevo? Go for it. También el otro día, uh, I think I was texting you girls about it. Like, they were just, like, on me, like, siguiéndome. And then se la pasan, like, just in their underwear all day, like put some clothes on. Like I'm okay, fine. I, I gave up on the battle of like, put your shoes on or put some sandals on or slippers on, but put some clothes on, you know, yeah, yeah, just following me. Like I would come into the room and try to do some work or whatnot. And I, and they were right here behind me. And then, um, I, I went to go lay in their room cause they're, they're like, mom, come and lay in our room. So I went to lay there, but I on on top of me and uh, then they're all of a sudden they were like mom we want to wear a dress mind you like on the weekends i let them wear a dress and other during the week i just lay out the, the clothes that they're going to wear for the day and that day i was like you know what hagan lo que quieran go for it <laughs> pónganse su vestido ya salieron las dos bien contentos with their dress uh today they're wearing a dress también ayer i'm like yeah Hagan lo que quieran, pónganse pick lo those que battles, Ceci, pick those battles. Yeah, You're not going to battle that. Exactly, exactly. Because estar peleando todo el día desde la mañana con ellas a veces, I'm like, I know, okay. It's exhausting. They, yeah. they like suck the energy, right, out of you. Yeah. So that's how I feel about my kids fighting right now. They're in the stage where it's like, oh my God, if we argue about one more thing, like it's like one more thing. I want the chair. I want the blue one. I want the green one. You had it first. You touched it first. I don't want you to breathe on my food. Like, God dang it. And they, love, and they love each other, guys. Like they're good. They play well. But I have this struggle with like the oldest because he's four years older than, or five years, I think, than Sophie. And the young, younger ones are kind of like your kids that are like, they grew up together, they're close in age. They're just kinder and nicer and used to playing together. The oldest bickers with them and annoys them. If the three are together, it's like fighting central. And I tell Diego that I just think the oldest, because he's older, he knows more, he's wittier, he gets under their skin, he bugs them and he laughs and he can walk away. You know, big brothers can be that way. My big brothers were that way. But so I just always hear the younger ones like, Isaiah, like upset with him. And I love him because one-on-one, he's such a good kid and I love him. And the other day I gave him such a big lecture. I was like, you need to work on being a better brother. I got like four to five years left with you in this house and I need you to be a better brother. They were trying to play Uno or something. And he just ragged on Noah for 10 minutes about not getting it right, not getting it right, not getting it right. <laughs> and I was not involved. I'm listening and listening. I'm like, God, Isaiah can be such a meanie. 
I come out and Noah walks away. Like Noah's like, forget this aggravation. He stops playing with them. And then I'm like, well, keep playing. You guys terrorized Noah the whole time. Like now you have yourselves. Keep playing, Sophia and Isaiah. Oh, we don't want to play anymore, mom. Then Isaiah didn't want to play. It's like, you just terrorized your brother for 10 minutes. I just like lectured him. Like, and I know he hates my lecture. So I'm like, you wasted his 10 minutes. I'm going to waste 10 at yours. And Ooh. I like lectured him for like 10 Para minutes. Que Para que se te quite. Like being a meanie and bullying him. Yeah. And I said, I need you to like, when they are older, they want to turn to their big brother. They don't want to feel like their big brother judges everything they do or laughs at everything they do or makes fun of them. And, like, and you're always one or the other kind of ragging on them, making fun of them, laughing. And you take joy out of their misery. And my siblings were the same way, by the way. My older brothers would mess with me too. So I tell him all the time, I want you to work on being a good big brother because I know you're a great son and the relationship we have and show it to them, show it to them. Like, I don't want your sister to learn like, oh, all big boys, you know, she admires you. She loves you. All big boys are mean or rude or I don't know, or fight. Like she's learning about boys through you because you're older. So it's this battle constantly kind of which one do you fight? Which one do you not? But my biggest frustration right now is the energy is successy when it's like, Back to back, back to back, back to back fights. Like we went on a road uh-huh. trip last week and we had to give him a pep talk at the beginning of the road trip. Like no <laughs> fight, no drama. We're going on a hike. If you're thirsty, here's your water. If you're hungry, here's your snacks. Do not fight with each other on this hike. If you fight with each other on this hike, we will come right back home and no one's going to get the habit. I think I was like, it was a pep, pep talk. Them. Threat talk. Yeah, threat talk. Because right. <laughs> I don't want any fighting. But I did, you know what I did do, Vettel? I'm glad that you talked about saying no, no, no. Diego and I the night before talked about like, Praise them all day for what they do right. Because instead of arguing about yeah. what they did wrong, so all day I was trying, oh, that's so nice, Isaiah. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for giving that to your sister. Thank you for helping your brother. So like all day I jocked Isaiah for being a good big brother. Because the day before I was like, I want you to work on being a good big brother. He's like, I am, I am. You just never notice, you just never say it. So I was all kinds of extra. And he probably knew I was, but I'm like, I have to stop telling him also that he's not a good brother. Because he is. He's just being typical kind of mean. Older sibling, yeah. Typical, think, typical. Yeah. Just Typical. Kind of laughing at their misery. But anyway, I try to praise them all day. And I think that also helps parents too. Yeah, it's very, very, like for real. Like I'm just like, <laughs> can I say no one more time? I don't know. <laughs> it's like the power of yes now, you know, <laughs> what can I say yes to? Because even if I'm saying no, they're going to go ahead and do it. I, I asked Gali not to beat her little brother and she doesn't know what she's doing, but she kind of does, right? Where she has, she's overpowering him. She knows she's bigger than him. So she kind of intimidates him like that. But when I separate them, little guy wants to be with her. You know, he's like, ah, you know, my sister. And not at least my sister, but you could tell that he's like, he misses her and that little energy they have and their little connect, their little relationship. And for me, it's like, okay, well, I can't tell, like one of them I can say no to, like okay, the case with the toy. If Joaquin's playing with a toy, then Gali automatically wants it. Mm. She goes and she just Yanks it from it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, grabs it and he like tries to hold on for dear life. And so she'll like drag him. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little one. He's punked. little one. And he's just like, he's like, no, no se quiere dejar. So he like holds on for dear life. And then she drags him across the living room. And then he's crying, you know, because he'll hit himself against the couch. And I would, the costume, lo que yo, like, ahora ninguno de los dos. And I would just take away the toy. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, no, I need make it a teachable moment. I, I'm learning to be a parent, right? I'm learning things too. So obviously it's easier for me to be just like, no, no more. I'm taking this from you guys. But now I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, who had this toy? Mm-hmm. Okay, Galilea, Joaquín no tenía. Déjalo que él termine de jugar con ella. Cuando él termine, te lo va a dar. La puedes tomar y usarlo tú. But, you know, it takes some time for yeah. them to understand that. And like today, what's perfect this morning, you know, 
there's this little purple violet that's like a teaching, like a learning toy from like a leapfrog toy. And she had not been working for a while. I didn't have batteries. So auto put batteries in it yesterday. So Gali was like, yay, my violet's working, you know. And this morning, Joaquin wanted to play with it because it's a little learning toy. And he likes it to play songs. And this little, its collar lights up. And it's like a little, it barks, like, you know, it's a dog. So Joaquin had it. And Gali's like, oh, no, that's mine. So she goes, oh, gosh, oh. she drags his ass, right? So we're like, no, Gali, you know, okay. and I let Otto handle it. He was like, okay, you know, no, Gali, la, deja que tu hermanito la, la use. Y ya después, tú la, cuando la dejé, juegas con ella. And literally, he's okay. So she, she lets go of the toy, gives it back to Joaquin. And Joaquin, within like less than a minute, drops it in the living room and proceeds onto something else. So, and Gali's like, oh, sees it. And she just didn't, like, her eyes lit up when she saw it on the ground. She just leaped, like ran, <laughs> ran through the little gates, you know, into the living room to just like, boom, get the toy. Because she was like, what if he changes his mind? You could totally <laughs> tell. But it's like, well, let's see. Well, I'm like, ves, ves Gali, la dejo tu hermanito. Ahora te toca yeah. jugar a ti. Yeah. So we're trying to show her that it's not just, you know, we tell us telling her no. It's just understanding that there's there's a process to things. You know, yes, you can both have it. We're not going to take the item away, but you guys have to understand that there's a give and take and there's a time and a place. And this time it's your turn and and, and sharing and all that. So, yeah, for, for me, it's definitely interesting to see like the dynamic with like the, the, the girls, the twins, because I would think that they're similar in like in many instances because they're twins but you know like esta Irene was saying like I already know like their strengths and play to that so it's definitely interesting to see like how they're evolving in their relationship like there's days where yeah they they're fighting for like the same thing and I've done the same thing where like oh Samantha tenía ese juguete primero like presta solo Paula cuando ya termine you can play with it but there's days where they're just like fighting a lot and like I'll yell at them like why are you guys yelling and fighting so early like you, you yeah. haven't even had breakfast like <laughs> yeah. and like eso es mío like no ese vestido es mío but little slowly but surely they're like you know learning to share things like yesterday for example they each have like the dress that they're that they were wearing yesterday it's like a, a it's like the same style dress but one has like a pink skirt and the other one has a blue skirt samantha likes blue so That's her dress, the one with the blue, and uh, Paula likes pink, and hers is the pink one. But yesterday, um, Samantha said, like, oh, I want to wear the, the pink one. Y le dice Paula, sí, yo te lo presto. Me prestas tú el tuyo. So they exchange. And so, like, Luisa and I, like, nos quedamos sorprendidos. We're like, oh, like, they do like each other. <laughs> they do. You know, they're learning. Like, se prestaron y no hubo pleitos. Ellas solitas. I, like, I didn't say, like, oh, you guys should, you know, share your clothes. No, ellas solitas. Um, también, what else were they talking? Oh, they were talking about like each going to um, their grandma's house, like their like my mom's house, and then um, my suegra's house. Samantha said, "Oh, I'm gonna go with mi abuela nena, my, mi suegra." Y some y, y Paula said, "Oh, si yo me quiero ir con mi abuela Cata." I was like, "Okay, cool. Like maybe we can do that." And then pa, Samantha looked. She just made the sad, sad face. She's like, oh, pero es que yo voy a extrañar mucho a Paulita. Aww. So I was like, oh, qué tierna. So I was like, oh, es que you guys are always together. So I think it'd be hard, <laughs> I think, for you guys to do that. I'm like, maybe maybe we'll wait a bit for us Aww. to try that because, yeah. I'm glad you bring that up, Ceci, because it's true. Like, sometimes you talk about the issues of the fighting and the sharing. And the, uh -huh. I just said that about my kids. Like, oh, my yeah. son has to be a better big brother. But when it is working, it's really nice to see. 
like when they get along, when they have each other's back, when they are, they can't get enough of each other. Like yeah. my kids actually really do enjoy each other's company. And I, my mom and I were talking about this, like, thank God, cause during the quarantine, they have each other, you know, mm-hmm. when they, I mean, if they were, it was just them. Imagine only children that were so dependent on their friends at school. Mm-hmm. Like what a, you know, that was a ripped out of your life. So mm-hmm. it's been really great to see when they are celebrating the wins together, when they're in a good mood together, when they play nice together. It's like, oh, they love each other so much. And then you want to hope, you hope that it's a good balance because I always imagine my kids when they're older. Like I want them to turn to each other. They're not going to turn to Diego and I, but they can turn to each other about things like dating, drugs, boys, girls. Like I want them to have that kind of relationship where yeah, they, yeah. but it starts now, like that they can turn to each other now. And I feel sometimes they have their own little world and their own little code and that they even have their secrets now that are not that mom and dad doesn't know. Like mm-hmm. Isaiah and Sophia were talking about TikTok and I think they don't they think I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, funny. Mm-hmm. And I don't fucking know what TikTok is. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because the songs can be explicit and have bad words. And so yeah. Sophie was trying to Sophie was trying to front. Like she's not trying to learn the savage dance or whatever, or that other one where they say <laughs> curse words. And and I just think it's cute because it was nice to see que entre ellos, they have their own little world that mom and yeah. dad doesn't understand. And I already think like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. And I wanted to be that way. That's normal. Yeah, and it's okay yeah. for for Isaiah to like terrorize his his brother. Like my, <laughs> I mean, my I'm the youngest, right? Every you and I are the youngest. Sessie's the oldest. Um, I was the terrorizer. I sorry, yeah. he was he was the so tormentor. For me, like my sister and my brother were significantly older than I was. Um, I didn't start having a good relationship with my sister until way later. And our relationship is complicated, but I still love her. And I think it just takes a lot of growing up to do to really have a friendship with your siblings when there wasn't one before. It's hard. It's hard. But my brother and I have always been, I was always that little brother. He never had my name. That's why it's funny when I say that Oscar, like little Oscar, the grouch over here, my trash can baby, um, Joaquin. It's like, I was Oscar. That was my fake name, you know, because I wanted to be a boy. I was such a tomboy because I was always with my brother and I was watching him and his friends. I thought they were so cool. And, um, but my brother was like super cool with me. You know, he was six years older than I was, but he was like, all right, come on, come along. And let me teach you and, and always doing things like that. And not only was he cool, but sometimes he would be a little jerk. But it wasn't like, oh, I didn't deserve that. You know, he would like give me the extra push, you know, when <laughs> during things we would play wrestling and he will fuck me up sometimes too, yeah. you know. But at the same time, it helped me toughen up. It wasn't like I, I felt that, oh, here's this, here's this boy who is my brother. It really didn't make me afraid to have those relationships and be afraid of like, oh, let me challenge you too, boo, you know. Good. So he really helped build me up just as a little girl, having that little confidence and knowing that no matter what, I, I had my brother to have my back. You know, he had my back regardless of anything. So I knew that if I, there was problems or there was issues, I can run to him. So even though he terrorized me, there was a moment that I knew I saw that he genuinely cared about me and loved me and took a moment to teach me something. So to this day, my brother is like, I tell you guys, he's my therapist. He's my brother. And he's like, he's like a good friend. He's like, I don't use the term best friends, but he's that, who's that person? You know, he knows the old me, the little me. He motivates me to be that future me as well. Cause I see that. Oh, so you'll, you'll see that. Inspiring. You know? I hope my kids have that vital one day. That's really inspiring. Yeah. And I want my kids to have that. So it's, it's the cute stuff. You have to let them just grow up on their own and really, and it's our job to be like, look, you have to understand why your brother or your sister did this. And they don't, they, it's not that they don't yeah. love you. They don't understand this. So it's, it's all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, so all this, when I'm seeing my kids, I'm like, okay, one day, you know, my job is to make sure that they have a relationship that they're able to turn to one another. 
to be able to be, you know, in their forties and be like, remember when I did this to you? Yeah, you were a jerk. You know what? Okay. Remember I did this payback, you know, little things like that. So I think with Sophie and Isaiah, hey, let Isaiah be a, be a kid too. I yeah. think once we're reaching a certain age, we're like, oh no, you're 11 or 12 or 13 now. You need to be a grown up. You know, don't, lo- don't let them lose that. Let them yeah. be like, oh, let him be a kid. Let him terrorize yeah. his brother, his sister, yeah. and slowly, you know, he'll he'll he come he'll come around to what it takes to be a big brother. Th- that's but I that's think that he gets oh. it because you were the oldest. I was just gonna say that right now that you that you said that like oh when you're older in your forties like I'm not forty but almost you know getting there and recently um so my sister and I always shared a room growing up and my brother was in his own room. I'm eight years older than my brother and four and a half older than my sister. But my sister and I, being the only girls, we would gang up on my brother. Um, I remember, like, growing up on the door to our room, we had a, a picture of my brother. And then, you know, those, like, do not do not enter. enter not not yeah, allowed. Like, the red, not allowed. Yeah. Manny, not allowed. We had Aww. that, like, across his face. Like, we drew that on that on his face. And um, he, you know, he would still, like, come into our room. And then all of a sudden, we'd realize, like, Manny, what are you doing here? You know, don't you see the sign on the door? <laughs> and then my sister and I did this too but mostly my sister sometimes like when my parents weren't looking she would look over at my brother and like mouth the words to my brother like and but you know not loud enough for my parents (laughs) and I would do it too but I think she would do it more often and recently like during this quarantine we're in a sibling uh, group message the three of us, my sister messaged my brother like, Manny, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for all those times that they said que menso to you behind our parents' <laughs> back. I'm so sorry. That was really mean on me. And then my brother said, like, thanks, a little oh, late there, but thank you. I you know, love you too. And then I said, oh, by the way, I'm sorry for making that do not enter sign as well. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> Oh my God. It'll all work out eventually, Sissy. Exactly. It will. Yeah. So it's like, it was just funny. Like, you know, that we remembered that, you know, randomly right now during this quarantine, like, sorry, Manny, we were mean to you, but you know, we love you. It's funny because like this momager, we barely can scratch the surface. We probably need more episodes, but like we talked a lot about oh, siblings, yeah. managing siblings, yeah. managing relationships, managing kids that are different, you know, but we didn't even talk about like managing our husbands. You know the dynamic. Oh, girl. So, so I think <laughs> no, the perfect, like the, the perfect uh, title and, uh, and topic here is momagers dealing with our own children as siblings and how we dealt with our own siblings. Yes. It's like, that's yeah, one facet. If one we're momagers. Of multiple kids. When you have multiple exactly. kids, it's like, oh, personalities, strengths, differences. It's normal. I like that all of us kind of came around like, okay, it's normal. We'll we'll fight. We'll drive each other crazy. We won't share. <laughs> but I think it all works out as long as they're pretty decent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Point I like it that. matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because as mom managers, I think we we run different departments. And yeah. <laughs> this was one, this was one department that we talked about. And this, this can be like a, a continuing topic that we talk in future episodes for sure. We'll keep yeah. it as a momager and not a wifeager or anything else. No. Momager. 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 Not, the, not, the main, not the main cook, not the main leader of everything going on. <laughs> But I think on that note, I think we expressed like a lot of cool things that we, you know, lived growing up, what we're living right now currently with our own children and how we see see it and how we're managing that. And, um, you know, like we said, this is a perfect topic for us to continue the conversation. If you want to, you know, talk to us or give us a, a specific topic within this 
bigger picture as a momager, hit us up, send us a private message, email us at admin at level of Latina or via social media through Facebook or Instagram. Our social media handle is at level of Latina. We're done. Wrap it up. Be nice to each other. Be nice. Be kind to each other in the world. Don't be silent. Take a moment to breathe. Take it all in. And yeah, speak up. Good kids that are good to this world. Virtual hug right now in these times. Feel less. The world world needs good kids that speak up, that aren't afraid. Manage that, mamas. Manage that. Don't forget to level up. Don't forget to level up. Thank you. you.